Today's read is from the Browder File, Volume 2, Survival Strategies for Africans in America, 13 Steps to Freedom, written by Anthony T. Browder. Step 8. Become aware of your mind-body relationships. As wonderful as our bodies are, they are incapable of distinguishing between reality and fantasy. Our body is designed to respond to the messages that flow through it from the mind. The brain is an elaborately designed command center that directs the flow of billions of electrical impulses and the secretion of powerful hormones that direct every activity in the body. The functioning of cells, tissues, muscles, and organs are all directed by activity in the brain and influenced by thoughts within the mind. There is a newly emerging field of medicine in Western science that is devoted to researching the links between the mind and the body. Numerous physicians and scientists at some of the top-rated universities and hospitals in America are now acknowledging the role that the mind plays in healing the body and preventing illness. Of particular importance is understanding the role that stress plays in causing illness within the body. Stress and fear cause many adverse physical reactions within the mind and the body. It doesn't matter if the stress or fear is self-induced or the byproduct of external circumstances. The body always reacts negatively to these forces. When the body is exposed to a life-threatening or stressful situation, it responds by initiating an emergency procedure referred to as the fight or flight syndrome. Within fractions of a second, fear induces a physiological response, which prompts the adrenal glands to pump epinephrine into the blood system. This chemical flows throughout the body to the muscles and provides them with short-term superhuman strength. The body is not prepared to either fight or run for its life. There have been numerous accounts of mothers who have lifted cars off of a child who was being crushed or injured soldiers performing heroic acts during a heated battle. Stressful situations sometimes cause ordinary people to do extraordinary things. Have you ever been involved in a life-threatening situation? Do you recall how you responded to it? What is important is to understand how that event continued to affect you. When a stressful situation ends, your body returns to normal, but the memory of that event is stored in your mind forever. If you were to relive that stressful situation in your mind just by thinking about it, your body will respond by secreting the same stress hormones as when the event actually occurred. Your heartbeat and temperature would increase as your body responds to a situation that exists only in your mind. In effect, your body is sometimes incapable of distinguishing between thoughts that are real and 
thoughts that are memories of real events. Stress and fear wreak havoc on your mind and body, and their cumulative effects cause long-term damage. Therefore, you should always be aware of the nature of your thoughts and their ability to induce changes within your body. These changes can also affect others around you. The following story underscores the dangers of unguarded thoughts. A woman breastfeeding her child was thinking about an argument that she had earlier in the day with her mate. As the child nursed, the woman's body in response to her thoughts began secreting adrenaline into her circulatory system. Minute amounts of adrenaline made its way into the mother's breast milk and was ingested by the child who died of adrenaline poisoning. Our thoughts exert a powerful force over our bodies. They trigger the release of hormones that flow into our blood system and affect us in myriad ways. Our thoughts are capable of influencing our internal organs, our behavior, and the behavior of others. When we focus our thoughts, we gain power. That power can be used to enhance our lives or make them worse. Dean Ornish, MD, one of several physicians interviewed by Bill Moyers in the publication Healing and the Mind Advises, when you can focus energy, you gain more power, for better and for worse. For example, if your mind is focused, then its effect on the body becomes enhanced, also for better or for worse. Unfortunately, in our culture, we tend to have our minds most focused when we are angry, upset, afraid, or worried. You know, someone once said that anger wonderfully concentrates the mind. That's really true, but that form of concentration can have a negative effect. Your heart rate goes up. Your blood pressure goes up. The arteries in your heart may begin to constrict and the blood may clot. But we can use that same principle in a healing direction rather than in a harmful one by learning to concentrate mental energy. The idea of focusing the mind in a positive healing direction is reflected in the ideals of karmic guidance, which I have espoused in my writings and lectures for many years. I believe that our thoughts emit a powerful force that attracts to us those things that we focus our attention on. I believe we are capable of manifesting health and prosperity in our lives if we understand who we are and what we are capable of doing with our bodies and minds. I use two demonstrations to illustrate this truth. The first demonstration involves a device called an energy sphere, which is about the size of a ping pong ball. Inside the energy sphere are two batteries, a small light emitting diode and a circuit board that contains a sound chip. On the exterior of the energy sphere, there are two metal strips that are connected to the positive and negative terminals of the batteries inside. 
This little device was designed to demonstrate the flow of electrical energy through the human body. Placing a finger on each of the two metal strips completes an electrical circuit that causes the energy sphere to glow and hum. Your body becomes a conduit for the flow of electrical energy. If you lift a finger off of the metal strip, the electrical circuit is broken and the sphere ceases to glow and hum. This demonstration is even more dramatic with a group of four to 10 people holding hands in a circle. If two people in the circle place a finger on each of the sphere's metal strips and then hold hands with the person next to them, they will complete the circuit and the sphere will glow and hum. The circuit remains complete and flows from one person to the other as long as their hands are held. If one person releases his grip, the circuit is broken and the sphere will cease to function. This simple presentation reinforces the fact that energy flows through us singularly and collectively. The human body is capable of transmitting and receiving various forms of energy. The energy sphere is designed to illustrate the flow of electrical energy, but other forms of energy such as thoughts and emotions are being transmitted and received all the time. Thoughts and feelings generated within the mind are nothing more than electrical impulses that are governed by the same laws as electricity. They may be more difficult to see and measure, but they exist just the same. Thoughts, like other forms of energy, can be used for constructive or destructive purposes. We should always know what we are doing when dealing with any electronic device and it should always be properly grounded. All electronic appliances come with instructions that teach you how to maximize your use of the product. It is most unfortunate that the human mind, which is responsible for creating all of the devices in our environment, does not come with similar instructions. As a result, many people spend their lives misusing their energies or never developing their full potential. Just because information has not been made available to you doesn't mean that it does not exist. If you learn to cultivate the desire for knowledge, your mind will attract it to you. You will then have to analyze and evaluate that information before you can use it correctly. My second demonstration helps to illustrate this principle. It is a simple exercise that shows how four people working collectively can unify and direct their thoughts to accomplish a seemingly impossible task. The demonstration requires one person to sit comfortably in a chair with two people standing behind each shoulder and with two people standing at right angles to each knee. All four persons are instructed to fold their hands, leaving only their two index fingers extended. The couple standing by the seated person's knees is instructed to place their index finger under each knee. The other couple is instructed to place their index fingers under the seated person's armpits. The objective is for all four persons to lift the seated individual out of the chair by using just two fingers each. The first time this effort is attempted, it will be unsuccessful. It is done merely to illustrate the difficulty of the task. 
the four persons are then instructed to each place their left hand over the seated person's head. The hands are placed one after the other with a space of one inch between each hand. When the left hands are in position, the procedure is repeated with each right hand. With both hands now placed over the head of the seated person, those standing are instructed to visualize themselves lifting the person out of the chair. After a minute, this vision becomes fixed in the minds of those standing. They are then instructed to remove their hands one by one and reassume their previous lifting position. When the command is given, the four people will now be able to lift the person out of the chair with ease. This demonstration is effective the second time it is attempted because the energy which was harnessed while the hands were placed over the head of the seated person was directed during the visualization exercise. In other words, the energy which flowed through the hands of the four people was synchronized with the energy of the person sitting in the chair. When the directive was given to visualize the person being lifted out of the chair, their bodies responded by producing the energy necessary to make the request possible. There certainly is nothing magical or deceptive about this demonstration. It is a simple method of illustrating the untapped powers that exist within every person. If we evaluate the principles behind both demonstrations, we will see direct linkages between the human body and the caduceus. As demonstrated in the exercise with the energy sphere, energy flows through the human body. The left hand is regarded as feminine and receives energy. The right hand is regarded as masculine and transmits energy. This energy also flows through the spinal column, into the brain, and in and out of the crown of the head. This metaphysical concept is embodied in the symbolic representation of the caduceus. The two serpents of the caduceus represent the positive and negative, masculine and feminine flow of energy, which moves horizontally throughout the body. The staff and globe represent the spinal column and brain and the vertical flow of energy throughout the body. Every person possesses at least three types of power. Physical power, which can be seen when we engage in any type of movement, and mental power, which is expressed through the physical whenever we move, talk, or produce things. There is also a spiritual power we all have that inspires the mind to set in motion activities that are performed by the body. This spirit, mind, and body relationship functions within every person whether he or she is conscious of it or not. This relationship has been depicted metaphorically, metaphysically, and symbolically throughout the ages. We have seen these depictions most of our life, but we have not been taught their meaning or how to identify them. 
Here are a few examples for you to consider. We have all seen paintings of Jesus the Christ in churches, on fans, and in Bibles. In many of these paintings, Jesus is depicted holding his left hand to his heart and extending his right hand. This pose symbolizes the flow of spiritual energy through the body of Christ, the Anointed One. In these paintings, the left hand of Jesus receives the energy from his heart, which is a symbol of love, and the right hand transmits his energy, love, to you. People engage in a similar ritual when they are called to take the witness stand in court. As they are sworn in, they are instructed to place their left hand on the Bible and raise their right hand when they make a pledge or affirm their allegiance to a nation or an organization they are asked to raise their right hand and affirm to faithfully discharge their duties the symbolism inherent in these rituals reflects the unspoken belief that energy is received with the left hand and discharged with the right the left side of the body which is feminine is controlled by the right hemisphere of the brain which is also considered feminine the converse is also true for the left hemisphere of the brain in the right side of the body. The right brain possesses abstract thoughts, symbols, metaphors, sounds, and colors. The left brain is analytical, linear, and processes information sequentially. Both hemispheres of the brain must be cultivated and balanced if one is to think and function properly. Balance must be maintained to have harmony throughout the body. The caduceus, the metaphysical paintings of the Christ, and the seemingly benign customs and rituals in our lives refer to the power that exists within us all. The energy that flows into and through our body is regarded as a gift from the Creator. When this energy flowing through our bodies moves with ease, we experience health. If that energy flow is disrupted, we experience disease, we become ill. Illness can affect us physically, mentally, socially, and spiritually. It is a state of being that must be understood if we are to attain high optimal performance from our bodies. A mind which has been infused with creative energy is a powerful force. Its influence on the body, on other minds and external circumstances is unlimited. Consciousness is one manifestation of the mind and it represents a small fraction of the awesome power that is contained within. A mind and body that works in harmony with the spirit that directs them is capable of achieving infinite possibilities. The ancient traditions of meditation and yoga were designed to teach people how to unite the energies within their mind and body so that they will come to know their higher spiritual selves. The acknowledgement of a consciousness that transcends physical consciousness opens a mind to limitless possibilities. 
these possibilities then allow you to exercise many more options to successfully overcome and avoid the difficulties in life.